I have already some followers, even if I have only done my podcast for about two months or less. And uh, it's time for for you that it's following me in every episodes it's time for you to know where I'm coming from also um, I have not forgot forgotten that I have promised you to talk a little more about my weird home and houses I have lived in and uh, but now I want to start now with my my childhood, so you understand where I'm coming from. It was not a. It was not that uh, it changed in year two thousand when Jesus Christ show up. Uh, it have going on my whole life. Uh, special things, and. Um, I, uh, for two three days ago, I find uh, I do my family trees, and uh, family tree, and uh, suddenly I find uh, that my uh, my parents had uh, got a son in nineteen forty six, and uh, that baby died after one day because it was too early born and uh, and that uh, about my parents uh, wanted to have a child and they couldn't uh, the, the um, they have been married in uh, 17 years one seven uh, years and uh, so they di- couldn't they don't didn't got any kids and uh, so they adopted a girl and um, in 1947 and uh, and they thought that was it uh, but then uh, my mother had uh, um, a split uh, ovary uh, and she dropped the, the futures, uh, the children, babies, when they be a little heavy. And uh, I don't know. Uh, Later on, 1948 or something like that, uh, they started to could uh, do surgery uh, on that problem. And uh, so my mother got the surgery uh, about 1949 like that. I don't know really. She only told me that what her problem was when she didn't get any kids 
but they did the surgery on her. And the doctors say that to her. Uh, you should not do it, the doctor said. Uh, I, I can't tell you because I have... I have small kids and I am 70 years old, seven zero old, he said. And that's very hard when you start to be old to have small kids. And my mother was 40 years old and in that time was it very old. And, but my, my mother wanted wanted to have a, a child of her own so she she did the surgery and uh, she go go pregnant and she give birth to a son so now they had a son and a daughter and that was it that's what they wanted and uh, my my father was upgoing stars in in insurance business so and he he was some kind of manager local manager for the insurance company that is the biggest company in insurance company in sweden still today and uh, and they wanted to have kids like many want to have kids because they want to show up a perfect family so that that's what is and uh, my mother i love to hear my mother talking about when i was born and she told me that uh, she was so old so she was thinking that when she didn't have her bleeding that she was thinking that she was in money, money, pass, money, pass, post, money, post. Is it what they call when they start to uh, stop uh, be bleeding every month? And um, so she she was not thinking about it. She thought uh, she. She was old and she have a baby and she have this adopted daughter also that was uh, three years old and she have a baby. She have two kids. So she was not thinking at all. And my mother have always been a little, little heavy weight woman. And uh, so uh, no one was thinking about it. And uh, and she told me that one day uh, they have a party for all these insurance people. And she was drinking alcohol. And uh, suddenly she had to run away and puke, threw up. And... Uh, and when she uh, she puked and threw up, she uh, felt that was something moving in her her belly, 
inside her and uh, she be shocked because she have never thought that she should be pregnant again so quick after got his the son and uh, so she go to the doctor and say that she wanted uh, the abortion she want to abort she didn't want to have that child that growing in her in her and um, and of course uh, my parents have talking about it and in front of my brother and sister they were talking that they didn't want that baby that was inside my mother so my mother tried to get a doctor that could take out do abortion and uh, the doctor say that it's too late you're already in the fifth month so you have to give birth and uh, so it was hate from the first if already inside the, the womb i was hated i was unloved and uh, they didn't want me and uh, it was much negative and i know as i i have been working with the psychology and uh, these subjects that uh, the child in the womb she can that child can feel emotional things from the mother and it uh, mark already the baby inside inside her what she feel and um, and i knew that when i was young that uh, i used to uh, ho- uh, play classic music when i was waiting waited for my kids to be born when I was pregnant, I uh, play everyday classic classic music for the baby in, inside me. And then when they were born, uh, whenever I didn't know what's wrong with them, and you should not pick up every time they're screaming, babies, you, sh- you don't take them up every time, because then they be used to be taken up when they're screaming. So uh, it can be something with, uh, like they have some gas bubbling in their stomach and they can uh, screaming for that. And um, so I, I play the same classic music for my babies and uh, they calm down and fall to sleep. This is a very good idea to do if you are pregnant. And uh, because they they feel like they were in the stomach, when like they were in the womb. 
and hear the music and laying there in the soft, nice environment so they fall to sleep. And uh, so uh, I was I was born with a C-section, like my brother was also, uh, as my mother was so old, they have they, they didn't want to take any risk, and uh, my mother told me that uh, that morning, as I was uh, born with a C-section. They know what day they should do that on my mother. So she come in the day before into the area for women. And in this hospital, they didn't have uh, have um, the women's area and birth area in the same building. And they have no connection with each other. So they have to carry my mother over from the women's house to the birth house. And uh, they put on very much on her because I, I was born in December 9. So it was very cold. In that time it was colder colder in Sweden that the climate change have been it was colder and um, they were walking out in the snow and my mother looked look up in the sky and she told me every time she talking about my birth she say that it was so full of stars I have never seen so many stars in the sky as it was when you were born. And it was like the stars come down to me and greet greet the, the child that should be born. And uh, she say that. And uh, then on uh, in the hospital when I was laying there uh, in that in that time uh, we women was uh, laying in the hospital for a longer time than today uh, so and special when she had c-search section so there was a nurse there and she said that to my mother that 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 girl is she should have the name Anna is the same in Hebrew Hannah and um, and it's uh, it was like it was an angel that uh, told my mother to give me that name that's my first name and but I don't have use it, even if it's a first name, and and then um, is this uh, the the first uh, female preacher 
in the Bible. It was the, those uh, that woman that people were coming to to get help, and she prayed for them. And uh, so I come come home and and my brother and sister didn't like me, especially my sister she, that was older. But she 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 is uh, manipulating, very much manipulating woman today also, and. Uh, she uh, got my brother to be with her and to hate me. So they hate me from the. Yeah, they hate me from the first second they heard about me in the womb, and uh, they make my life, my childhood, childhood very very terrible. They try to kill me. Um, the the first time um, I uh, the my mother in that time uh, it was different from today in uh, in this uh, our wealthy countries that uh, today uh, no one let out a, a little, almost a baby outside by itself. And uh, my mother did it. And uh, I was about two, three years old. And uh, my sister should take care of me, was it say, said. And my sister was was eight years old, so my mother was thinking that she could take care of me. And uh, we were we were out uh, close to the street, and uh, it come a truck, a big truck, and uh, she pushed me out in the street, and uh, the truck drove over me. And... Uh, I don't remember that that uh, push. I didn't. But when in year 2000, when Jesus Christ come to me, he told me about what happened in that moment. So I know what what happened. That she pushed me out to the street, and uh, my mother say that often. She didn't. She when she talking about something, and uh, if it uh, was a little scaring or reveal something, she always talking in the third person. So she say that to me uh, that my sister come home with with a. A cap and on the head, uh, and my mother said, my sister come home and, and told me that that a, a girl had been uh, drawn over, had been killed, and uh, she 
and she showed my mother the the cap and it was my cap of course but my mother never told me about it uh, she told me like it was another girl and uh, she wanted to say tell talk about it because it was so shocking and dramatic but she couldn't tell exactly she couldn't tell the truth and uh, and I remember only as the uh, I have some m memories fragment my brain is like that uh, that is remember things and uh, it's a special brain I have it's a very special brain uh, and uh, I had the memories my whole life until uh, until uh, Jesus Christ was telling me everything what happened in my childhood and I had fragments memories of that I was laying in a dark black total black room and it was very cold and I was laying uh, without any clothes uh, and uh, I have from my a fragment of memories because I was between two and three years old so I was old enough to have some memory but not the whole story and uh, I remember that I was laying on like a like a table I was in the in the in the place where they have dead people in before they they dig them down going to into the church or something and so I was laying there naked uh, in the darkness and was freezing and suddenly from the ceiling it come a bright light and in the in the same time when the bright light come it was like someone was holding my shoulder it was like metallic hands was holding my shoulder yeah, and um, and the light was over over my body and uh, that's what I, I had memories of. And then my mother said that uh, you should not have been lived today, she say when she told about this story. Uh, not about that my, uh, my sister pushed me, but that I, I was close to died. But she never said... Uh, why I was close to die and um, and she said you come back to life she said and I asked her why did you hold my shoulder so hard it was painful to to feel your shoulder and why why was why do I remember it was a bright light 
on my body and in my eyes. And she lied to me. She said to me, she answered me, she be frightened when I ask these things. And she said, it's because you were born without those uh, opening in the eyes for tears. This channel for tears. She says, so you have to have uh, eye surgery. But in the same time, she uh, kept everything about uh, her kids' childhood. Well, all these uh, reports from doctors. So uh, I have looked inside uh, all the paper that she stored. And there is nothing that is saying that I I had a, a eye surgery uh, as a baby, and uh, I tried to I I ask for paper also in the eighties. I was wondering again, and uh, I find out that I could ask. Uh, the hospital that get paper from the archive. So I order it and got those old papers about my birth and everything. And there was no nothing about uh, eye surgery. And then, and my brother, he used to, when I was sleeping, he he took a pillow and lay the pillow over my my face so I couldn't breathe. And uh, I I wake up, of course, and uh, fight against this and take away the pillow. But he hold it very hard. So I uh, I go down in um, uh, now it's a uh, is this hard word to say but uh, I can say like like uh, I faint I stop breathing and inconsequence uh, <laughs> I can't say the word I know the word but it's hard for me to say and uh, and um, so that make uh, it didn't take me so hard, but today is it uh, since about ten years, I can't have anything that is over my face. I can't, and it have been very hard when I have got. Uh, the psoriasis, I have to have uh, first, they try to take away the psoriasis by giving me a sunlight, those lights on the body. And it's it's strong so they, it it can't be on uh, on in the face, so they cover the face. And uh, 
and I couldn't take it. Then they say it's only a short time, so you don't need to have it. As long as it's only for some seconds. And then they, then I have to stay in a, in a very, very tight, tight uh, place. And that I couldn't do either. And I have to have a door open so I don't felt felt like panic, going in panic. And that's that's uh, what my brother have caused. And also when I've been to the dentist, when they need to cover my my mouth, I tell them that I can't have it. <coughs> I can't have the mask in that way. Uh, of course, the mask today for coronavirus, that's not the same because I can open it when I want. But in a dentist, you can't. You have to let it stay there. So I, they always make so I have a, have a opening. So I have, feel air inside my mouth. And then also when, when they did uh, the surgery on my eyes, um, and uh, and they uh, cover, they have to cover everything. They but they built up so, so I have an opening, so I didn't have everything inside at my face. So that's that's have caused very much problem that he he put the pillow over my my face and um, and then uh, when it like I say it was much snow so in the winter my brother and sister try uh, they push me down in the snow and then. They cover me with snow, and uh, and so I couldn't breathe, and uh, I have to fight to get breath, and um, and then uh, I talk about this with the light coming from the ceiling. It was also one thing that. Uh, make me remind me about what happened Uh, and uh, it was I remember it very clearly so I was maybe five six years old and uh, we were home to my aunt and uh, they had a film projector they they showing showing some movies and they have some Disney movies and I I know that movie Disney movie because there is on YouTube that movie and it's a Mickey Mouse is going into a castle and there is a an evil professor a very evil professor and he put uh, Mickey Mouse on the table and uh, and uh, have 
and then uh, it's coming from the ceiling it's coming a a cutting wheel uh, a wheel like you have for wood to cut it um, in planks and uh, it's coming and he be more and more uh, closer and closer to Mosse Pig to cut him in two halves. And just when he couldn't uh, stay away from that cutting, uh, he wake up and it was only a dream. But of course my, my brother and sister, they wanted to watch that movie the whole time. It was only a short, maybe 10 minutes long. And they they wanted to watch it because they like when I be scared. I be scared all the time and run out from the room crying. And uh, they loved that. They didn't, of course they didn't know why I was frightened about that movie. But that was very uh, li- like uh, my experience uh, laying in the dark room because um, Mickey Mouse was in the dark room and was laying on the table and that and then it comes something out from the ceiling and it was exactly the same for me but the light was a good thing that come down to me and uh, that uh, that energy that healed me when I was a baby or was a little child, uh, it has stayed in my body. So I don't need to to ask God for healing power because I have the healing power inside me forever. And so uh, I don't talk to God about it when when I do healing. And uh, and sometimes have God told me to heal people. And then I know also that I don't need to ask if as uh, God has told me to heal people. So. Uh, I know that because people is that uh, they say after the healing, they say that <clears throat> like uh, it's coming a strong streaming electricity from my hands, and uh, it's going up to their head, up to their brain. That's where everything is uh, the problem. It's the center of the problem is in the brain. So, so they're sending there and then they go out in all parts of the body where, where they have the problem. And every other problem also, it heal. And um, so, uh, and one day I, in that house, where I grew up in as a child. Uh, and uh, that house exists today also, so I can see exactly how it looked like on a Google map. 
and uh, that house have uh, like an office uh, in the in the ground and uh, it's only a, a half window like that it's small windows and uh, there was a there was an office when I was a child and um, there was a man there and the, uh, as I remember it was it like he stored newspaper and magazine in in that place and uh, because uh, we live in uh, in the harbor and uh, Many things in in the fifties it comes with the boats, and so the magazines and newspapers it come with boats, but we also live very close to the railway station, so we store all this uh, and to take it up to trucks to take it out to people and um and my brother and sister, I don't know why they they were in that windows, and they were uh, screaming and do bad things to this man. Uh, maybe they thought that he couldn't come up from that place. They thought he was was uh, stuck in to that place because uh, uh, when he had open windows in the summer he, they they were out and uh, uh, they uh, my brother and sister was into that window and screaming and the dam Axel Hansson was his name Dan they say to him screaming and uh, he only closed the windows and ignore them. And I was with with my brother and sister. And uh, one day, they, my brother and sister pushed me down on the grass outside, just outside our house. And uh, they had some sticks, took some sticks, uh, big branches, sticks, and uh, they beat me. They beat me with that. And uh, uh, when I was laying in the grass, they beat me with those sticks. And uh, this man, Axel Hansson, he saw that. And he come running up from his place and up on the street and uh, running in uh, to us and my brother and sister was running away but I was beaten up so badly so I couldn't come up and uh, that uh, is also a memory I have only a short fragment that I saw him coming running and I was scared I was thinking that he's going to to be be angry at me and beat me like my brother and sister did so but I couldn't come up from the grass and uh, that memory I have 
that he come close to where I was laying and then he jumped over my body and ran after my brother and sister. And uh, in the year 2000, when Jesus Christ was talking about my childhood, Jesus Christ had with him some spirits. I didn't see that spirits, but I know, I knew who they were. Uh, in the way they were talking. And this Axel Hansson come forward. He come as a spirit. And all the spirits that was with Jesus Christ, they asked for forgiveness. So that uh, this Axel Hansson, he was crying, crying and asked me for forgiveness. And he said, I never told anyone that what happened uh, in that time when I was laying in the grass. And, uh, and that make me also understood, I understand. I, un I understood uh, that was a message in that also. Uh, of course I forgave, forgave all. All these spirits that come forward and ask me forgive them. I did it because it was so much love in there. So that was only love there. And um, but uh, what Axel Hansson did, it uh, make me understand about that we when when we see something going on, like he did. And uh, he did a good thing because he stopped it, but he didn't say anything to anyone. He could have changed my life. He could have stopped all this, this abuse, abusive childhood I had if he had only told, uh, called the police or something, but he didn't. And uh, that I understood that when we see something, we have to do something. We have to react. Uh, we don't need to go go uh, and front those evil people. But we can make them understand that we see them. That we can um, and, uh, do a, sl a slide... Uh, the feet in in uh, in the in rockets and or through a rock uh, on the side and or like coughing or something to make it stop and then really stop it to make it sure that the the victim is okay and. Uh, that's uh, he didn't do the uh, he did half of it, but he didn't do the real thing that he told anyone, told them about that I, I was beaten up of my brother and sister, and um, uh, I, 
I also the people have seen my sister push me out from on the street and and be killed of their truck and uh, my mother told told me that um, they the only thing they did to my sister was to take her to the hospital and uh, uh, to see what's wrong because after she have some some uh, problems with it that she pushed me out and killed me it was that she started to puke she she didn't want to eat and uh, so they took her to the hospital and she was laying in the hospital and then um, she come back home and the doctor say that she was only envying me that's and uh, that's sad that they take it so lightly they should have uh, been more uh, dig deeper into it as uh, she tr they tried to beat me up to death with the sticks also and uh, tried to I don't know how much things they did to me because uh, I think that many things have I forgot forgotten because uh, it was so evil and um, I know once uh, something special because it was something they did uh, because they did the doctor and nurse things on me also and I don't know the details but I remember that it was something they did with me as a playing a doctor and nurse and so they they did some more things to me and uh, so I say that uh, I was placed into the devil's house. I was that. And uh, the devil wanted to kill me in the, my mother's womb. But uh, God hid me. He hid me for five months. So my mother couldn't do the abortion and kill me. So that uh, and uh, god i know god wanted to place me in the in the devil's home house because he wanted me to learn to be strong and then um, i remember that uh, i was with god uh, before i i be born i come here on earth I was with God and I was I have done my my uh, walking here on earth and uh, but I love God so much so I ask him to go down on earth once or more that I remember but I never thought it should be so very hard life but I think that God uh, knew 
what I could do. And uh, he wanted to give me a, like a, a lesson to not ask when I'm coming back to go down again on earth. So I think that he, he make me really have a tough life when I ask it about it and uh, of course I I uh, I think I was very stupid that did it ask to go down on earth again I thought it should not be so hard as it had been and um, and then when I was eight years old I I started to have visions so I I saw a vision of a, a, a thick book and uh, it opening and it was on the pages was it men, a picture of men, 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 men. The whole a book was only men, not a woman. And uh, I knew that. I one day I'm going to be in that book as the only woman there. So that's was about my future that I am on my way to fulfill fulfill that it's going to be in that book. And but how it will be I don't know. Because just know is uh, no one, no one uh, uh, is interested in me as a person, as a prophet. They, because so many say that that uh, that God doesn't talk to uh, talk to women, and that is very strange for me because. Because uh, so many think that Jesus was God walking here on earth. And Jesus was talking to women. And uh, also when he was this, Mary thought it was a gardener in the morning when Jesus come back. And Jesus said to her that go into the village and tell them the good news. So he told her to be a preacher. Jesus said, go, go down and preach in the village. He said that to her. So she was preacher. So that's, that's his only proud of man, ignorant of man. It's uh, to think they have the power, but they can't have the power if God is anointing me and uh, want me to do the work for him no man can stop me but I don't know today how it will be it's a it's in God's will uh, and I can't do anything more than to be led by God uh, be led by heaven God's kingdom be led of them and they know exactly what they are doing so 
It's only to be here for for them to and do what they tell me to do and it's gonna be something that I will be in that book even if if I as a person as a human I think it take very long time to do it but it will come one day this that I go and be in this thick book where all the man is and not the woman is there but I be the first woman and you will see that it have changed very much this year only so many spirits are coming through so heaven is very very close here in my home at least so I'm going to talk more about my uh, how uh, my childhood and how I grew up but uh, maybe I wait a little for that but, but I wanted you to know my start in life in this life I have been I have been um, sometimes on earth. I have had more than one life. Um, I was uh, uh, once in the 600th century, like that. I was a druid in Ireland, where up in the north there, I was druid. But that was when I was a man. I have been man in all the other lives. This is the first time I am a woman coming down. So it can change. The gender can change. It's not because you are you are a boy in heaven. It doesn't mean that when you're coming down to earth that you are a boy. And exactly the same, the opposite, when you go from here on earth, when you come to heaven, you can be another gender. You can be whatever you want to be and what you're supposed to be according to what you have done on earth. So thank you for listening and welcome back. And I hope you learn from every episode I do. I know you follower, they you learn, or else you have not followed me. So thank you and God bless you.